Hey everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Locker. We are on a roll, just talking about all the things we love to talk about. And we always break out this list of like millions of topics, it feels like, of, of what things we could discuss and can contribute. And Eliza said she wanted to talk about publishing, yeah. and we will. But first, you have to know that this episode is sponsored by us, <laughs> <laughs> Rich Cardona Media. Uh, man, business is a booming. Uh, what we could do for you is we could help you with your LinkedIn strategy, specifically video content. We could do promos for you. We could make some other videos. But look, like the whole real deal is this business started at nothing. And here we are almost a couple years in and just things are just exploding. And what really is important for me to kind of discuss is that the people who stick with it, who are patient and who are really good self-advocates, not just looking at us as kind of people who can make deliverables for them, uh, who are really invested in their LinkedIn success. It, it just becomes super collaborative. It, it's so much less about the video, so much more about the message. And we are able to take, I would say like 90% of it off your hands and you have 10%. All right. So just give that 10%, 100% and you'll be fine. But, uh, Definitely reach out to Eliza at richcardonamedia.com or rich at richcardonamedia.com if we can help you. But I don't know shit about publishing. Eliza is, we are exploring like a different branch to this whole thing because of her deep knowledge. So I'm going to let you talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So what's on your mind? Well, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I put out a post about, you know, just publishing stuff. And I had asked questions about, you know, what are you looking for information wise? And, you know, everybody almost everybody feels like they have a book, you know, they have a book in the works, they have an idea for the book and, you know, all these different things. And I, I think there's a lot of assumptions about being published and having a book that people have because it is kind of a mystery and there's not a lot of widely disseminated information about it unless you kind of know where to look. So I thought, let's do a podcast about it because from the discussions that I've had from a lot of the people that responded to that post, there's just a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of companies that poach on that misinformation and they really leverage that against you in the publishing process. I have so. to say this comment really quick. Mike Sorelli made a post, one of our clients. Uh, he, <laughs> One of his posts recently was, what no one tells you about writing a book is that you start to hate your book. And I don't think it was because he hated what he was saying. It's just kind of like the process is kind of like, whoa, like you I know thought what this was supposed to be easy. You know what else he said about that? He'd rather go back to war. <laughs> war. He'd rather go back to war. <laughs> a 10-time combat veteran would rather go back to war than to write another book. So what's so. the misinformation? <laughs> well, I think, one, I, I think if you came to me and you were like, I have an idea for a book. I mean, okay. The misinformation really is like, a book is not a be-all, end-all. It's one part of a much larger conversation and strategy. And you really have to look at a book, especially in this day and age in the digital era, as like a business unit. You have to have your own marketing for it. You have to have a plan for what is the book going to do for you? The alternative is you can't have a book that you're just like, you know what, I don't really care if people buy a ton of them. I just want to have them. And if someone comes across me and they're like, do you have a book? Or if I say I have a book, I, I don't care if it's like an accidental sale or gift. There are actually people who are like that. Yeah. And that's okay. Self-publish that thing. Don't waste a lot of effort on trying to find a publishing deal because those are few and far between. It's like 0.004% of the population ever gets a book deal. And almost all of those, like a very rare percentage of those gets an advance or anything like that. Because I think people have this idea of like, 
I'm going to get a book deal. I'm going to get an advance. They're going to pay all my expenses and all that kind of stuff. No, don't, Mm -hmm. don't wait for that like golden nugget to happen. It's just not going to happen. What else happens? So, well, okay. So you start with an idea. Yeah. Let's let's just walk me, walk me through my book. Yes. Uh, We'll call it. Well, we'll call it the leadership blocker. Um, you can call here, it Don't Touch My Hair. <laughs> don't Touch My Hair. Oh, man. Just Eliza's got a really good book coming out. Uh, okay. Let's let's call it Marine to Marketer. Ooh. That's actually right. a really good title. So so you have this idea. Yeah. So first, you, like I would walk through with you, okay, what do you want? Do I have to have the book done? No. Okay. And in fact, I would tell people the earlier you can start, like from the moment you have an idea, talk to someone who has experience in publishing. One, because there's resources in how to create an ideal, you know, book pitch package. If you wanted to go to the route of a traditional publisher Mm -hmm. where you like do the market research on, is there anything else in the market where someone is doing this better than me? Is there anyone else? And what kind of market do they have? Do they have a huge Instagram following? Do they have a huge LinkedIn following? Do Mm -hmm. they have a huge community on Facebook that are built-in supporters? I think those are the things that traditional publishers are already looking at. Like, yeah. and those are going to be the cherry picked people, mm-hmm. you know, cause they already have a buy-in, so to speak of, yeah. of people that are going to buy the book. Okay. So we start there. Mm-hmm. Then we, st- we start thinking about, okay, so um, we can start building out a framework for your book if you just have the idea, but then we have the conversation about what do you want to do with the book? Do you want to do public speaking? Do you want to and sell it at your public speaking events? Do you want to have an online course or something like that, that the book is going to be a part of a selling mechanism or a free gift? Eliza, no, no, no. I want, I just want my book to have impact. So what do you do with that? Well, if it's not as clear as yes, I want to, you know, be on a stage or yes, I want this, you know, sold all over the world and helping needy families or whatever. I just want to have impact. Well, first of all, no publisher is going to look at you if you don't have a goal. So unless you have a very clear goal of what you want to see that book do, the other part of that is, say you're Rich Cardona and you have millions and millions of followers, which we know you do, but let's say you have millions and millions of followers and a publisher approaches you and they say, hey, that story that you tell over and over and over again, that is a book. Let's help you work on that. That is an exception, right? So we're just going to look at this from the perspective of you have an idea and you want to pursue a publishing thing, right? So if you look at it from that perspective, okay, so you have an idea, you have no idea what you want to do with it. Don't waste your time. Okay. Because there are like three levels, so to speak, of, there's more, but there's really like kind of three levels, traditional paths towards publishing. There's the self-publishing route where you completely do it on your own. You find your own printer, you do your own layout, you write it yourself, you find your own editor, things like that. How? Really quick, like, let's just say I don't have the goal. I I keep striking out with publishers. And and we don't need to get into details, but like, is it supremely difficult for me to like make my own book? No, it's not. Like Amazon, Amazon direct print services, like you can print your own book and you can even do it on demand. So it's super easy. And I mean, I would tell like, I mean, we can put it in the notes for the show. Like there's all different kinds of resources or you can reach out to me and I'll email them to you. I don't care. So there's all different kinds of resources. You know, you can go to Amazon Web Services, or, you know, all these different things that are print on demand. You can source it yourself and do the whole thing. You're going to put money on the table to make that happen. Yep. So you have to pay an editor. If you're going to write a book yourself, please do not assume that you are the best writer on the planet. It is 
a very rare exception that someone does not need to have a proofreader, at least. Um, I've come across so many people who are like, I've sold a ton of books and I'd really love to be pursued by a publisher. Can we have a conversation? And I look at the book and it's got, you know, Y-O-U-R instead of Y-O-U apostrophe E Damn. all over the book mm. or... You know, there's like just come no regrets. It's <laughs> it's complete trash in terms of quality. Yeah, and it's like okay, you were your own, you know, best advocate, which is fine. But yeah. it's kind of like you know, is that really what you're trying to mess? All with? right, let me underail that. So I'm not going to do that. And then instead, I, I have my goal, yeah. and you are happy to have a conversation yeah. with me. And what 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 does it look like after that? So. So what it looks like, so we start from, okay, how far are you in your in your progress of your book? And the, how, how far are you in the, like ideating? Then we do the exercise of like, let's really do the research on what the market is dictating. Mm. Who are you in comparison to and things like that? Is it stylistically divergent? You know, what is the message that you're trying to convey? Is it strictly like a motivational book? Like we get into the genre, like what is the style of the book? And what do you want people to do once they close the cover and they finish reading that last page? Do you want them to just be like, that was a good book. I have to say, this just shows how much I don't know because I think a lot of people write the book or at least think of writing the book as kind of what you said in the beginning. Like it's, I am now an author. Yeah. I did this. Uh, I accomplished something. I put my life story into pages. But I've never thought of that. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever write a book, but I've never thought like, I, that's the best way to put it. When someone finishes it, what do I want them to do or feel or who do I want them to share it with? Or say. Like, yeah. what do you want them to say? And I, that was one of the things that I would always work on with my authors would always be like, what do you want them to say when they close that last page? If you want them to do something, where are we pointing them to? Is it a website? Is it an event? Is it, you know, some kind of email? Is it some kind of action? One of my favorite authors, Bob Goff, he has his cell phone in the, like, the end, end notes of his book. And he's like, if you need me, Call me. And he, no he wrote the forward for Sarah Noose's Destined for Greatness, yeah. by the way. Check it he out. Did. And you know what? I've been to multiple events and meetings with Bob Goff where it doesn't matter who is calling him. He will answer. He's been on a stage where he's answered his phone. He's like, I'm in the middle of a presentation, but I promise I'll call you back. And he does. <laughs> and he does. Hundreds of phone calls a day. And he sold millions of copies of his book. But I think you have to have an idea of what is it that you're trying to foster by people engaging with you through your book. Mm. And, you know, by far and away, I think there's a lot of people who have really interesting stories because the human story is, you know, people, there's always something that people can resonate with. So what is it about your story that you're trying to teach people? Um, and that's going to be the most important thing. And the other thing too, is I think some people envision themselves as like, I'm a storyteller. I read this story and I want to copy that style. Those books are never going to move. And so... If I try to write like Mark Manson. It's never going to happen, right? So you can internalize it or whatever, but it has to be your own. Mm. And and it's a very unique gift where someone can um, really, you know, one story tell in a completely like non-narrative, you know, way or a non-fiction way, right? Like that's a real gift to like truly tell and build out a story. Yeah. But it, I'm talking about like a... I'm talking about nonfiction, like yeah, either it's a biography totally. or whatever. Yep. So I think start with the idea, then figure out what you want people to do with that. If they had it in a book, do you, where are you pointing them to? Mm. And I think you can really envision from there, like, how do you envision those things happening? How will they get that book in their hands? Because the reason why I brought up, there's different channels for how to get your book printed. So there's print on demand. There's this strange little middle market that's been built out in probably the last five or 10 years. And that middle market is the people who will facilitate your printing on demand. 
So you pay them up front to have the process be seamless for you. So they'll promise. The one that I could do myself. Yes. But just, okay, got it. Yeah. So like they build that bridge to where like, oh, you know, we will make sure that you have a distribution funnel, but really all they do is make it available. Is it it still cost effective then? Like, Um, like, so almost everybody that I've talked to that has used this as a opportunity if they don't have an audience already, it is a losing proposition <laughs> because they pay all this money up front to have the book proofread and set and yeah. printed and available. And they're thinking they're going to get hundreds of leads or hundreds of sales a month and you know these massive royalty checks. And it just doesn't happen. Mm. And so every contract that I've looked at across all those you know little publishers, there's almost always kind of a caveat of like, you just didn't understand how the industry works. Yeah. You know? And so I think it really is finding people who you know and you trust that can help discern what the language actually means. Like, you know, making something available on a distribution channel is very different than having in-person pitches at a mm. Barnes & Noble yeah. event or having trade um, trade pitches or at trade marketing that happens three times a year. So there's, there's just a whole bunch of different things that not a lot of people know that insider language of being able to determine on the contract. So let's say you're like, Rich, let's do this. Yeah. Do I have a timeline that I'm bound to now because you're like, this shit needs to be out by? No, no. So that kind of goes into like the marketing strategy of what you want to happen with the book. So like, for example, one of our clients, they're releasing a book and they had this kind of arbitrary date set because it made sense. When we talked to them, we realized like, your goal and the runway for launching that book is like super, super short, number one. (laughs) And number two, like you should really consider moving it. And the reason why is because you want to give your book launch enough time to generate traction and momentum so that the book sales are really kind of robust and it makes a splash. That's the goal. And so from a traditional publishing perspective, unless a publisher is like fast tracking you and they pursued you, you can always expect it to be 18 to 24, sometimes 36 months. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And, and that gives you enough time to do the editing rounds and the design and like the formatting layout and printing. Yeah. All right. Let me ask what everyone really wants to know is what does this cost? It, it depends on the, the route that you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be like plan on around $10,000 to get a book started. And that doesn't include any marketing after it's launched. That doesn't include any advertising. That doesn't include design. It just does includes... Does it include revisions? It includes revisions. Yeah, it includes getting the book done, but it doesn't include any of the steps it takes to get it in people's hands. Hmm. So just plan on around that mo- amount of money if you're going to do it on your own. Starting. Starting. Yep, because you've got to find all the right resources. Those are all going to be consultants. If you do it at print on demand, you know, that'll be obviously a little bit more cost effective. But I always tell people around $10,000 if you're going to do it yourself. All right. Well, we will do a part two on this. Uh, Please, please, Eliza, do you want questions about this? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, one of the longest conversations that I've had is a running conversation on LinkedIn. And she just sent me her contract. She's trying to get out of it with her old publisher. It's a complete disaster and I'm helping her through it. And I'm happy to do it because it's a mess. And people deserve to have, you know, their words on their own. Where can they reach you? Uh, Eliza at richcardonamedia.com. All right. I learned something. So I also learned that I should probably, if I'm going to write a book, I, I probably have some good help nearby, like an arm's distance away. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. We will certainly, certainly do a part two. But what will make that part two even better is what questions did you not get answered? What do you want her to dive into? Uh, what have you heard? All these other things uh, about publishing that I think will obviously be very relevant. And look, I'm just going to say what you and I already know. 
a lot of people that we work with and talk to already have a book or are writing a book and they want a book. It is the same as a podcast. It is the same as video content. It is an undertaking and it's not easy. So the more intentional you are about it, the probably the better results you'll have. And especially if you get hooked up with someone like Eliza. So that being said, if you like this, if you got anything out of it, please leave us a review or a rating, uh, whichever platform you like to listen to your podcast on. And we will be here for you. And don't forget, it's Eliza at richcardonamedia.com. Hit her up and we'll hit you up. See ya.